0: A summary of the In this week's parsha, we have the mitzvah of that you cannot bring a carbon only in the place which Hashem has chosen. You can't bring a carbon in your own personal backyard, as used to be the, the, the custom before the Mishkan, that anybody could bring a carbon anywhere that they wanted. Once the Mishkan was built, it had to be done only over there so the Mishnah describes how this mitzvah developed until the time of the Mishkan you could bring it anywhere you wanted once the Mishkan was built then one could not do it anywhere else it has to be only in the Mishkan when they arrived in Gilgal which means when they crossed over the Yardin into Etz Yisrael so they put the oil mayed moved into Gilgal but then they, once again they permitted Bomas one could bring Karbonas in their own personal bomb as well when they arrived in Shiloh and they built Mishkan Shiloh, once again it was prohibited to bring Carbonus anywhere else, only in Mishkan Shiloh and Mishkan Shiloh was a structure, a stone structure without a roof. And that was what that's the place that the Pasik refers to as the Pasik says because till now when the Avisha says that once it became the Beis was brought to Yerushalayim now you can only bring carbonus over here because till now you didn't arrive to the place of resting and to the place of inheritance so therefore you could have other places to bring it as well but now you have to bring it only in the Beis so what's Menucha the place of rest that refers to Mishkan Shiloi then when they arrived in what's the which is the period after Mishkan Shiloh was destroyed and they had a temporary place in where they brought where they had the Mishkan there. So th- then they were also permitted to bring half-personal Bumas. When they arrived in Yerushalayim, now all the Bumas were prohibited, and for, from then on there was never again a, uh, an allowance for Bumas. That's the Mishnah. So we have to understand what is it about Shiloh. It seems that the reason why Shiloh, when there was a Mishkan in Shiloh, they were not allowed to bring. There were no bumas, was because because it comes out that by the Mishkan you weren't allowed to have bumas, by Shiloh you weren't allowed to have bumas, and then by Yerushalayim you weren't allowed to have bumas. But in in any other time it was permitted. Why by Shiloh weren't you allowed to have bumas? Because it's a permanent structure. But we have to understand that because there is a passage that says I ne- I, Hashem says one, um, until the Beis HaMikdash was built I did not have an opportunity to, to dwell in a house from the day that I brought the Yudanar Mitzrayim until this day which uh, the Beis Amigdash, and I always traveled in a, in a oil in a mishkan in a, in a temporary place that includes Shiloh so he's saying that he never had that there was no permanence in Shiloh so to understand this, th- we find in the Torah, it says, the place which Hashem has chosen to make His name dwell there. So the Sefri says that this refers both to Shiloh and to the Beis Hamidosh in Rishalayim, The place that Hashem has chosen. But of course, no other place. Only Shiloh and the Beis Amidush is the place that Hashem has chosen. So although, even in the Mish- when they didn't have the Mishkan in the Midbar, they were not allowed to have Bamas, but you can't say that that was a place that Hashem has chosen because it was not a place at all. They, it kept moving 40, 40 different, moved 40 times over the uh, membase, 42 times over the 40 year period. So the Mishkan did not have a place of permanence at all. Hashem didn't choose a place. The building was where he was, but the place wasn't chosen. Whereas by Shiloh, where it was, it stood for three hundred and sixty-nine years. So that's a place which Hashem had chosen. Rabbi points out an interesting thing that there is a difference about the prohibition to have bumas as it applies before Shiloh and as it applies after Shiloh. Before Shiloh, the normal practice was that everybody brought a carbon wherever he wanted. Then, when the Mishkan was put up so Hashem said okay now you have to bring all your kabanas to the mishkan once the mishkan was no longer so then it it reverted back to what was what always happened which was you do it wherever you want then came mishkan Shiloi, and mishkan shiloh was a place that Hashem had chosen this is the place that you should do it so then when mishkan shiloh was destroyed you might have thought that now it should go back to what it was before but we say no it's not an automatic thing. There is a Pesach which teaches that even though Shiloh was a permanent place and Hashem had chosen it, but after Shiloh was destroyed, before they built the base on Midas, you're still allowed to have a Bama. There's a special teaching from a Pesach. How, how do we know that? Because the Pesach that we quoted before, Kilo'i Bosem Adata, you did not come until now, Ela to the place <coughs> of resting and the place of inheritance. Which, as we said, refers to Shiloi and to Beis Amigdash Yishalayim. So the question the Gemara asks is, why does the Torah separate it into two separate teachings? Menucha and Nachla, Shiloi and Yishalayim. And the reason is because in between, it is permitted to have Bamas. That's the reason the Torah separates it. So we see we need a special Pesach to teach that it's permitted. Because otherwise you would think that it's not permitted. Once the, Beis Hamid, the, the Hashem chose the place of Shiloi, it's no longer permitted to have it anywhere, anywhere else. But the question has to be understood. The reason has to be understood. Why, after Shiloi, would you think that it's no longer permitted to have a bumble? What's so permanent about Shiloi? And the reason is because Shiloi was chosen... So once Hashem has a chosen place you would think at least it lends itself to say that you not that that is that's it. No more personal bummus. That's why you need a special public to say no, but between Hashem does permit it. But as an in in as a rule you would say that once Hashem chooses a place, it's no longer permitted to have it anywhere else. But according to this, we now have to understand since Mishkan Shiloh is also the chosen place, so then why is the Mishkan and Shiloh not called Beis Abkhira? The Beisabchira is mean, just called Beisabchira, which means the house which Hashem has chosen. Why is Shiloh not referred to that way? Since it's also the Pasig Hamakamashi the place that Hashem chooses, also refers to Shiloh. So therefore we have to say that although both are chosen, there is a fundamental difference between the way the base M- Besamikdash is chosen and the way Shiloh is chosen. And to explain that. To explain it, we see a difference in the psukim in, our, in this week's Parsha, which talk about the prohibition to bring Karbonus anywhere else. There's two psukim and there's a slight change into the way the Pasek describes the, the issue. The Pasuk says you shouldn't do the same to Hashem that you should bring carbonus wherever you want. Rather, rather, to the place which Hashem has chosen, to, you shall uh, search him there, find him there, come there, and bring there your carbonus. Then he uh, goes on to say, when you will cross over the Yarden, and Hashem will give you uh, rest from your from the war with the enemies. The place which Hashem has chosen to, to that is, He should dwell there. That's where you should bring the carbonas that I tell you to bring. Rashi says that the first pasuk refers to Shiloh, the second pasuk refers to the Beis But now we see a, a very big difference in the way the Torah presents it. In the first pasuk, it says the the beginning, which means the focus is. You shall bring there your carbonus. Where? To the place where Shashem has chosen. The focus is on you shall bring there your carbonus. Whereas in the second pasuk it says, there, to that place, you shall bring the carbonus that I have told you. So in the first pasuk it says, you shall bring there. And the second pasuk is, there you shall bring your carbonus. What's the difference? In the first pasuk, the Pasig is saying, you're not allowed to bring carbonus anymore, be b- makrif carbonus in your backyard. You have to, I don't want that anymore. Therefore, bring it to the place that I have chosen. In the second case, he's saying, I have chosen a place. That's where you should bring carbonus. What is the difference? In the first case by Shilohi, Hashem decided that he doesn't like this practice anymore, that he didn't bring Carbonus wherever they want, so he decided that there should be one central place. Where should that central place be? He chose a place called Shiloh. And the second so in other words, that the choosing of Shiloh was because there was he didn't want uh, you know, multiple places for Carbonus. He wants it to be central. He needs a central place, so he chose Shiloh. In the second case, Hashem decided that he wants a place where he should have a place that he will dwell. This is where I want to dwell. Where? In Yerushalayim and Har Now that he has chosen that place, obviously that's where all karbonah should be brought. There's a very big difference if the reason that he chooses it because he has a reason to choose it, The you need a place to come, or I like this place, Yerushalayim. That's why I've chosen it so the choice is true for both he chose both places but the kind of choice is very very different the choice of Shiloh was because he needed a place so he chose a place the choice of Yerushalayim was because he liked Yerushalayim he liked the Haramariya so he chose that place now that he has a place that he wants to be obviously that's where the Karbana should be brought and because we have this fundamental difference, it also expresses itself in what exactly did Hashem choose. In Shiloi, He needed a place where the Jews should gather to bring their karbonas. So He chose a place. The place is a chosen place. But when he ch- <coughs> in Yerushalayim, He wanted a place to, to, to rest, where His presence should be. So, it's not just a choice of a place, but his presence also was in the Beis Amitish, in the building that was there. So, therefore, his choice was not only limited to the place, but also to the building itself. This is the home that I have chosen. Not just the place where my home should be built, but the home that I have chosen. So, it pertains to the house, to the building as well which explains why the Rambam calls the laws, in which he talks about the, the Beis HaMikdosh, everything pertaining to the Beis he calls it Hilchas Beis Abkhira, the laws of the chosen house, because it's about the house being the chosen place, the chosen house. And that he emphasizes that the house is also a chosen house. Why? Because it's all chosen, because that's where he wants to be, not because he needs a place where the Yidden have to gather to bring Karbonus and this also explains what the Rambam says he says once the Beis HaMikdash was built in Yerushalayim it was prohibited any other place is now prohibited from building a Beis HaMikdash the question is why does he say once the Beis HaMikdash was built why doesn't he say once Hashem chose Yerushalayim now it's prohibited to build a Beis HaMikdash anywhere else but according to what we said earlier, now we can explain it this way. There are two aspects, two um, periods in which this was accomplished. First, Hashem chose the place. When did He chose the place? He chose the place in the time of the Avos, even before Noach built uh, uh, the Mizbeach there that's where Hashem told Avram to bring a Kedus Yitzchuk, that's where Yaakov was and so on, as the Ramam describes so many things that happened in that place. So that was already a chosen place then. But at that time, it did not yet preclude that you could have a Bama or a Beis hamikdash or a Mishkan somewhere else. Only once the Ebeshtet Show built the Beis Migdash there, instructed that the Beis hamikdash should be built there. Once it was built, now the The choice was complete he chose the place and the building, the house that would be on that place now it's a completely chosen place his presence has to dwell over there, once that happened, now it precludes any other place from being from having another Beis Hamidosh or another Mizbeach or another Bama and so on because it's all dependent on the house along with the place being a complete choice, that's what makes it a complete and perfect choice which also uh, explains what's behind what we said before that by the Mishkan, by the Shiloh the Pasuk that talks about Shiloh in our, our Pasha which starts with Vahavesim, you shall bring to there, and the, then when he talks about Yushalayim it says to there you shall bring and as we explained that when, when Hashem said that you have to bring it to Shiloh, it was a mitzvah for the Yidin. Not that Shiloh was this magnificent place to bring Karbanos, but rather because he needed the Yidin to be, have a gathering place, a central place. So he said to bring it to Shiloh. So it's a chi of gavre that the Yidden have to bring it there. But then when he talks about Yerushalayim, where he made his choice to be, his presence to be, so therefore now it's the place is what demands that all carbonas should be brought there. That's a chiyivhefza, as it's called in the uh, ex- uh, lingo. So once we understand that, it also lends itself to say that when you bring a carbon, it's no longer just that you need a central place to bring carbonas, but rather because the chosen place is a place which Hashem has chosen for Himself, so therefore a carbon cannot be brought in any other place. It's now a condition in the carbon itself. A carbon cannot be brought only in the place which Hashem has chosen. As the Ramam says, it's a it's Lahakriv Kala Karbonas that it says it's a mitzvah that all karbana should be brought in the of chira, because the Karba needs now to be brought in the of chira. not just that a Jew is not allowed to bring a carbon anywhere else other than in the central place, but the carbon needs that place in order to be brought. In fact, we see this in the Ramam himself, he says, he doesn't say, it's a mitzvah to bring carbonus in the of Migdash and that would mean that the Yidden have a mitzvah to bring a carbon in the he says the opposite. All carbonus must be brought in the base HaMikdash. It's about the carbonus being brought in the base Migdash because it is now a chefts a thing, it's something about the place which lends itself to bringing carbonus, and therefore carbonus can only be brought there. And again, it's because Hashem chose not just the place but also the house, it's a basehiira. it's a place, a house which Hashem has chosen for himself, and that's the right place to bring carbonus.